Chicago. Welcome in to the Chicago Sports Podcast live from the West Loop Studios of CHGO. I am Kevin Kadek, head of content at CHGO. Joined as always to my left, Casey Standerhar. To her left, Mark Carmen, and behind the board is Lawrence Benedetto. Hello. What's going on, guys? Hi. Uh, winter does not exist in Chicago anymore. You know, this fall spring uh, yeah, is... fall spring. I hate it. This is fall spring one. I think this is a little bit more than fall spring. It's, it no, was 62 it's yesterday. Little, it's a little longer than fall spring. No, no. it's going to be 12 degrees and snowing in like April. You never. It's going to happen. It will. It always snows on my birthday, which is depressing. When's your birthday? April 19th, everybody. For you in the comments. Isn't that Hoag's birthday too? Don't forget too? about it. He's, he's somewhere near me. May? No, I think he's in April. Best birthday is August 11th. There is no better birthday than August 11th. Leos are superior to everybody. Everyone comment with your birthday in the comments. <laughs> yes, please. Happy birthday to everyone. Happy uh, early birthday. I never thought it would be possible that people who live in Chicago would complain about non-winter, but you two just did. Congrats. No, no. I, I'm you just three. saying I'm, I'm saying that it's not over. Like, we're definitely getting winter still. It's well, not. Yes, we know that. No, no. He just said it's over. My only, well, I don't know if it exists anymore. I really don't. Yeah, well, I've, okay. You, I mean, you don't have concerns about the, the health of this planet, Lawrence? I mean, obviously I have concerns about the health of the planet. The planet's on fire, but <laughs> we're going to have snow in late March or I mean, early April, and we're going to be pissed off about it. It'll be like Cubs home opener. It'll be 35 degrees. Clifford's reporting that Caleb is a bear. Did they draft Caleb just now? Is, 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 is it official? Because Clifford just went all over the top. Caleb is a bear. Big red dog. Breaking news. I mean, Gary Ross talked on CH Joe Bears. Now Phil Snow is gone, and now Clifford's telling me that Caleb's a bear. Phil Snow's gone? Your guy? According to K- according to Gary Ross, yes. I'm going to have to work on confirming that. How but did the show go? Shane Waldron shows up. I Eric thought the, sh- the show was fun. Show was uh, I I you know we we had a, we had a lovely time on CHGO Bears and we uh, the Bears new coordinators didn't say a whole lot, which I don't Did think you expect huge, them to. Yeah, right. Not a huge surprise, exactly. Uh, and and everybody apparently thinks that Shane Waldron looks like Biff. Got to credit that dude for never saying Caleb uh, Williams' name or Justin Fields' name the entire time. I got a Media bit of training. I got a bit of a Brian Regan look out of him. The pictures Nick sent into the the Slack channel. I was like, that looks like Brian Regan, the uh, comedian. Yeah, I saw that a little bit. I don't know. Eh. Reference I don't get. No surprise there. To all anyone. of this is because all of this is because Nick Saban retired. All of these moving parts are all because Nick Saban retired. And here we are. You think so? To huh? talk about. Would you it. like to do seven degrees of yeah, Nick Saban? Yeah, we should do the thing because okay. Yeah. Because Nick Saban retired. Mm-hmm. Pete Carroll also got fired at mm-hmm. right after that. Same day, right? Mm-hmm. Then Shane Waldron and his staff leave. Shane comes to the Bears. But, but Is that a mistake? We're, we're yet to find what out. What the hell does Saban have to do with that? Bel- Belichick retired then, like the next day, right? What are we talking about? After, the, after that happened, Belichick was Yeah. Born. A bunch of like NFL coaching changes and then college coaching changes. The carousel just moving around. That happens every year. And I know, I, but it's it's nuts, I, I, isn't it? The bear is stuck I, I, with floose in his goatee. I think or you're his in a beard or whatever. I think you're in a major on. reach situation. You, <laughs> you started out strong with the thought this process is all because that, of, that, of that no one literally had. And I thought you were onto something, and then well, you somehow. Well, because then Kalen try- DeBoer went to Alabama because Nick Saban retired, and then 
they wouldn't have lost their OC in Shane Waldron. But now Ryan Grubb is said OC, but he was supposed to go to Alabama, but he didn't go to Alabama and he went. Things are happening. Like, do you know what I mean? Isn't it nice? I wanted to get your take. Um, you're like the, the office's biggest office fan. I am. This is true. Flu shows up with facial hair. Did you get any Michael Scott with goatee vibes? Yeah, you know, but he already gave me right, right. Michael Scott vibes. So it just further. I, I couldn't remember. What was the storyline? Why did Michael grow the goatee? I think it's because I actually don't remember. I that's think a later season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, I, case. Wait, I know. I'm disappointed. I know. You're like, didn't, didn't you say at one point that Floose has like a good dad look or something along those lines? Wait, I asked. Not good dad look. Asked. She said she was attracted uh, no, to I him. No, I asked that, if that, he was yeah, attracted. I'm going to back her up on this. She asked. I, said, Is I he then hot? said, she's <laughs> think he's hot. So you, that was my fault. So it, just, it was just a question that I posed, you know, like, is he good? I don't know. Is he? So you. Casey likes football coaches. Like, what, what can we say? <laughs> something about him. So, so, so you thought it, but you didn't want to say it yourself. So you asked yeah, it. Yeah, I asked it. I, okay. I like posed the question like, guys, is he? Well, so what do you, what do you. I'm red with embarrassment right now. Rank one out of 10. Where oh, do you God. put the floose? Where does the, I mean, would you, if you were, if you were setting the floose the, the up. The old on am I bit, hot or not website. If you, if you're, if you set up your friend with the floose. What are we doing here? I know. This, this is, is important. Horrible. This is important, Lawrence. I think floose no, is like, you know. Can we get to know? the topic of the day? What are we, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like a seven. You'd say, I'll you'd say, it was, okay, there you go. Thank you. What, uh, Close uh, the what I want to know is where Carm would put him on that. I think he's a 10. <laughs> <laughs> guy's so powerful coaching or because of his the, looks his job his money his yeah. look his All hair every, everything about him the guy's a 10 <laughs> well, it's been a big week at chgo we unveiled our partnership with molson cores so it's been awesome to have the family of brands in the studios blue moon cores light miller lights it's everywhere refrigerator um, stocked line and kugels line and kugels the uh place smells like bacon still uh you may have noticed casey yes as soon as i walked in and I miss Charlie the Bacon Guy day. Charlie the Bacon Guy was here. Uh, his odor remains. Uh, we'll see how long it takes to get out. Man, I don't point. know how bad of a problem it is. I don't think it's a problem. Yeah. Dude cooked up a lot of bacon. We don't have a lot of ventilation in this place. Speaking we of don't. cooking up a lot of bacon, Matt Nuke was jumping sorry. in for $1.99. Floos was like Creed with the printer ink hair. That's Creed Bratton, of course. If I go that That's far. Why did Michael get a goatee? Awesome. I got to look ah, it up. Charlie's in, the, Charlie's in the comments. He says, sorry, not sorry. Listen, he's... Nor I, should you be. That was amazing. And was, I want you to come every day. And I want the office to smell like bacon every day of the year. Completely agree. Thank you, Charlie. We love you. Hey, this week's Taking Care of Business Award presented by ComEd goes to a guy who is wrapping up his tenure over Chicago media WGN weatherman, the legend, Tom Skilling. Oh, my God. He is set to retire on February 28th after 45 years at WGN. It was Tom Skilling Day on Tuesday. It was his 72nd birthday. Uh, it, was his, it, it was his day in Chicago. Uh, the governor issued a thing, and it's really been all Tom Skilling all the time on WGN this week, as it deserves to be. Tom Skilling, if I may. Yeah. You may. Oh, you may. Tom Skilling, not only on TV, but 
I've worked at WGN Radio for a long time, and I don't know how Skilling does it. Literally every hit that he ever came on on any show, he was the most pleasant Skilling of all time. Two in the morning, two in the afternoon, morning show, afternoon, overnights on the weekend, Skilling came to play. The, yeah. guy, the guy was the most consistent, cheery media person ever, and he's talking about the weather. And, and somehow to somehow Tom Skilling forever remained excited about the weather, uh, which well, was Karma, let me tell you, there's a there's a nice cold front coming in uh, this uh, weekend. I'm excited about this. We might have some uh, <laughs> some precipitation and uh, maybe could be snow, could be a little wintry mix. I, we've had a lot of good we've had a lot of good weather people in town, right? A lot of lot of big people. Uh, right? Yes, I mean from, from Ginger Jerry, Z, baby, Jerry Taft, Ginger Z, um, Floyd Calber. Was he, did Cheryl he ever do the Scott? weather? I don't know if Floyd Calber did. <laughs> I was, a, I was a big uh, Andy Avalos fan back oh, in the day. Oh, Avalos, could, he knew he came, the wind patterns. He came to like my third grade class. That was awesome. Yeah. But Tom Skilling, the king of all the weather goat. people. Uh, enjoy your retirement, Tom, because you've earned it. No, don't change your mind. Do a Jordan. Come back. <laughs> Enough with this retirement. facts. We don't know what to do without you. It does seem like he should have to go through like one more big storm with us, though, right? I mean, we did have that little polar vortex earlier this winter, but... As far as winters go, this is not necessarily a weatherman's Yeah, we've dream. been through that. Yeah, we did talk about the weather. All right, let's talk about the NFL Combine, the subject for today's show. We have a lot of good things talk, coming up today. We're going to talk Sox Stadium. Uh, we're going to talk retired numbers, a few other things. But um, CARM is headed towards uh, the NFL Combine starting next week with the CHGO Bears team. Lawrence, you went last year. I was there, I, I think, in two. Did I? Yeah. Weren't you there? I think so. You were there. The Raggedy Ann and Andy Wait, house. Come on. He, Carm's like, not sure. Yes, I was there, for God's sake. Of course you were there. You took the picture that that, that I got screamed at about. I, I was there. I, I was there in 2007, I think, right after the Bears Super Bowl. Casey, have you ever been? I've never been. Okay. I've always wanted to go, but it always lines up with when I have state basketball tournaments. You don't want to go. I, you really don't. I feel like it'd be cool. Okay. And you're telling it me it's not. weird. It we're, I'm just cool. saying it's a weird thing. Humble I'm going to give Carm the floor here. Humble. Yeah, how is it weird? Well, first off, we have to address the humble brag by he's getting state basketball tournaments where I'm, I'm, I'm a powerful sideline reporter <laughs> slash commentator. I don't have time for the NFL combine. No, I would combine. love to be in two places at once. Well, right, because we need three of you for the amount of talent that you have and how many people want to hire you. Okay, uh, look, I had not been to the combine ever before, Kevin, and I'm always excited to go places where the people are. It was super cool to hobnob with VIPs from the NFL late at night. You know, we had a great hangout with Rich Eisen two in the morning and I've been trying to get him on the show ever since he hasn't responded to my emails. That's okay. We're going to reconvene on that. But the actual event itself, which I had never been to and we walk in and granted we had some late nights and the shows and we're, and we're, and we're driving the whole time and I, I didn't have a lot of downtime, but when we get in there it's quiet. You don't know who the players are. They're wear, they're all wearing the same spandex unis and they're and they're on the field where we were sitting like way away from us. And then they just run. And there's no cheering. There's no anything. There's just a stopwatch. And then the next guy is up. I have never I have been in libraries 
for real that had that felt like there was a more intense thing going on than what was than what went on in the NFL Combine. And so I took a great nap last year, and and people yelled at me. This guy doesn't even appreciate his position in media. He's a t- total has been. Who who yeah, I. If I could have that ticket, I'd be on my feet standing, run, I'd be up and I'd be, I'd be, I'd be doing jumping jacks cheering for these guys. So I'm going to try. So I'm vowing this year. I will not take a nap. I will, I will pace through Lucas oil and and watch these guys and try to really dive into what's going on. But I, I am not recommending anybody spend any money to get in there or even put yourself in the lottery to, you know, spend the money of gas and parking and whatever it takes to get there because i i really think you could do better going to bears training camp going to uh a preseason game which you could get into for next to nothing versus going to the combine where you'll see absolutely nothing and learn nothing like the winter meetings i would say the winter meetings is actually a step down from the combine step down i I would agree with you on that well i i think the winter meetings and combine are great because it is a great convention all the sports movers or shakers are there. You have a lot of good bar time, a lot of good going out to meal time, and you don't have to worry about, like you were just at the radio radio row, you don't have to worry about the actual game or, or anything. Not that you guys did either, but... Um, well, that that's another... If you want if you want to hang out with NFL bigwigs, going down to Indy right now and hanging out... You get the amazing bars. access. Indianapolis, I, I, to me, is a pretty good town to kind of escape Chicago from, no matter what time of year it is, because it's, it's all walkable. They do have great restaurants there, uh, good hotels to stay in. So, like, I, I love going to Indianapolis for the Combine or handful of times I've been there to cover NCAA basketball. Um, but the actual event is like, you kind of think it's going to be this big thing and you get there. It's hard to track, you know, it's, I mean, Adam, it's, Adam Drostowski in this chance, you're not going to get to see Caleb throw, right? You're he's not, I, I don't know what exactly he's going to do. He's not doing three cone drills. He's doing nothing down there. He'll get it's measured. A, I would almost say it's a better TV event as, as much as, yeah. you know. The, the best thing about if you're going down to Indy is you hang out where everybody is. These bars are open. Anybody can walk in there, and there's a bunch of dudes walking around, so you might get to, you might get to talk to someone that you never get to talk to. Yeah. You can certainly talk to me. I'll be there. Say, say hello. He won't I'll, be asleep. I'll, you come up and say, Carm, I love you on CHGO. I <laughs> promise. Him. I'll buy you a beer. Don't, don't startle him just softly. And if he goes like this, don't don't wake him up. What are you most looking forward to, though, I guess? Like, <laughs> is, there, is there one person that you do want to see in person or actually talk to? I mean, I... Uh, well... Like, Caleb going to talk... Caleb, I guess, is, will talk with the media, correct? I, I'm unclear yes oh yes of course yeah. he will yeah he's not going to talk with like bears media but he'll be at the podium sure he'll have his press and, and braggs will be right in the front braggs is planning on yelling post- questions for four straight minutes yeah so that'll be that'll he'll be, be like, do you think you're going to be the next patrick mahomes yeah. that'll be interesting the wide receivers are super interesting uh all, all of all that stuff um you know you the the press conferences where they're at their individual podiums there's about 15 of them going out at a time i enjoy that a lot um i mean i can't i can't wait to see how how many reporters are standing by? A oh, it's going to be mean, a, last year for Bryce Young. It was crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like the there's it's like a fifteen by twenty square foot area or whatever. Well, and it was just packed. 
Were you there cameras when cameras and yeah, I was, you, I was kind of in the back there while I was hanging out with Shane who shot it for us. Were you there when he walked by us in the convention center? Because when he walked by us, I was like, I can't believe how tiny that dude is. Right. It was noticeable how small he was. I don't, I don't, Are you going to get nervous if Caleb looks tiny? I would get a little nervous. I, if he, if he, see, you know, people are like, he's 5'10". No, he isn't. And like, he's he's six one. He's is what most people say. But I, I am, it is interesting just to Clifford see him up close. I was hoping he's going to measure at six foot three. I guess, you know, yeah. you never know with these growth spurts, right? But like that, that part will be good. But, the, you know, Ryan Poles is talking. So to hear from Poles at the Combine, and hopefully he'll be on CHGO. I hope he makes the rounds mm-hmm. and we get to talk to him. That, that'll be the highlight. Oh, cool. Hey, hit that like button if you're joining us today on this fine Thursday in Chicago. I want to tell everyone about Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. Something that I've just become familiar with over the past few weeks. I'm enjoying playing, guys. Uh, it is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, I pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections for that night. And I watched the winning roll, winnings roll in. Did pretty well on the Super Bowl, I'll tell you that much. And uh, prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this basketball season. Uh, again, I just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place my entry. I've actually been playing hockey. Um, I hit uh, – oh, wait, no, that's a lie. I, I failed miserably. On uh, Monday night, I, I I was taking advice from Greg Boyson about a couple of things. and The Seth Jones thing. Yeah, the Seth Jones Seth Jones thing. was uh, more or less than 26 and three quarters minutes. Uh, minutes ice, yeah, ice time. Time on ice. And I thought, man, that seems awfully high. Yeah, Greg's and Greg like, is no, like, no, no, he's been playing. 28, 29, no problem. I didn't do my Oops. own research, which um, you should. Yes, yeah. do your own research if you're going to be on prize picks. But, you know, just bet the over on any Connor Bedard thing. Although I think, yeah, I did. I that was I, that night. I also did a uh, Connor Bedard anytime goal bet. So gotcha. Yeah, uh, yeah, hit that. But the, the cool thing about it is, Price Picks is really simple to play. You just go on there, you make your picks, submit your entry in less than sixty seconds. It offers quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types. And you can actually play across sports too, which is cool. So you can pick a basketball player, a hockey player, whatever. Uh, go to pricepicks.com forward slash CHGO and use code CHGO for a first deposit match up to $100. That's pricepicks.com forward slash CHGO and use code CHGO. Daily fantasy sports made easy. And if you are looking to buy tickets in the secondary market, getting great value, you want to do that at Game Time Tickets. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying a tickets for the next big event, sports, music, comedy, theater, killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. And yes... There is no better place to see exactly what you're going to pay with the all-in prices. And I do love the zone deals where you'll put me in that last, uh, in the section behind the bucket at the UC for about 18% less on average in savings. I don't really care where I'm sitting. I just want to get in the stadium because I want to see if you're going like say Sunday to the Blackhawks and the Red Wings. Hopefully you're already a part of our takeover and headed out with us. But if you just want to show up and see MJ there and you just want to get in, great way to do it with game time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code CHGO. You get $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. That Sunday game is a hot ticket. 
If, I know. Yeah, it's very hot. You were part of the CHGO Sports family, and you got in with the CHGO Blackhawks takeover, like a lot of our people did. Lawrence, you and I are going on Sunday. Can't wait. Me it was too. A nice affordable ticket. Harm's so. going. I'm in, buddy. Oh. That'll be fun for you guys. Let's go. Little gathering. Huh. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm rethinking my uh, appearance if Carm's going to be there. And it's Chris Chelios, dude. I figured you were going to buy me at least two beers. Is he and, getting honored at half time? Is it like a. It's like before. A few, it it starts at before. Three, it's actually two hours before Puck yeah, Trap, which there's is no little... like, Carm won't be there. I don't think he'll be there. I was actually thinking of going and then just leaving for the game. I don't, I mean, they're going to. The Red Wings, Patrick Kane's return. Yeah, I want to see on, that man. video and then maybe I'll bounce. I don't know. We'll see. So you're just going to go for the pregame festivities? Pregame slash. Patrick Kane video that makes me cry and then I have to leave because uh, I'm upset. I need to get into that post game party because Michael Jordan's going to be there. Probably Eddie Vetter. Have we, have we now reconfirmed that MJ will be there because I know it was reported and then like three hours later it was like, uh, oh. that was, I think so Chelios said that he was. No, no, no. But yes, Chelios did, except he doesn't know what he's talking about. That's oh. the problem. Uh, so apparently from what the, uh, our Blackhawks beat writers and, other beat writers were saying is that that actually might not be true that he may have initially said yes, but had to cancel due to him being the richest man in the world and mm. doesn't want to come to Chicago ever again. Well, if Gary Ross some, says MJ will be there, then it's probably true. Yeah, I know. Got some yeah. tequila to drink, yes, but Catholic presumably there's great. tequila available in Chicago. So uh, David Kaplan's been wrong on a thousand things. Gary yes. Ross, as much as I love David Kaplan. So that's no, I think Chris Chelios actually didn't. Chelios that's what yes. I thought. That's again, what you said. Two hours after that appearance on. Oh, Bale okay. Law, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Sorry, it was sorry. then. So the, 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 the point is that uh, it would be bad optics for the Bulls if MJ, a, year, uh, a month after yeah. you have the ring of honor ceremony and MJ was too busy and didn't specify what he was doing as to why he didn't come. And then Chris Chelios is getting honored. The, the, your competing tenant on some level in the UC and it, Jordan signs up for that. That would be the ultimate one-finger salute to... Uh, and Jerry, I Jerry am Reiser. very much here for it because, really, honestly, fuck yeah. that guy. Uh, so let's get that off. Let's get that segment two off. You know, Jerry Reinsdorf has dominated a lot of the Chicago headlines this week for his adventures in Springfield, going hat in hand, asking lawmakers uh, for help with his project in the 78. And uh, he wants Illinois taxpayers to, again, $1.2 billion. Jerry's always up to something. <laughs> so this is embarrassing. Um, just, and, and like people are like, well, he's not actually asking for any more tax dollars. He's asking for the hotel tax to continue and to be put in his new stadium. The just silly. The, like, the first mm -hmm. deal was ridiculous. This extending it to give him another stadium would be more ridiculousness. Do you, do we not have other needs in Chicago, i.e., how about some schools in the inner city that could be where, where the youth of our city could uh, have a much better chance to be the successful? City, the state, absolutely. Right. I, I just think like, okay, you're going and you're making this case that this is going to be a big revenue generator and I'm going to, you know, the team is in, in danger of moving. You made these arguments in 1987, okay? You didn't move, you, you stayed, and how big of a revenue generator, how much has... The new Comiskey Park, Comiskey Park 2, how much has that, that changed that neighborhood? Well, and, and that's the point. 
I do know people who, like, listen, I grew up in Highland Park, Illinois, which is about as far away from Bridgeport as you can be. I know people who grew up there who are living in Bridgeport right now. I go through Bridgeport. You... It, it is an evolving neighborhood. It is close enough to downtown. You, they, the, the White Sox could have been a pillar tenant. They're building stuff up around spending their own money mm-hmm. to do, you know, not, you, obviously you're not going to be able to create Wrigley Field South, but you could have created something unique to it. And they just never did it. And now you, So now you're going to tell me that you're going to move two stops on the L further north and you're going to create this f- phenomenal community? Not buying it. I, I just don't, it just, I don't know, man. Like you, you, you would think that there would be some level of, uh, you know, I've done really, really well in life and let me see how much I impact I can make over here. And let me put this money that I don't need because I'm a gazillion billionaire. Uh, also 88 years old. Yeah. So I, I just, I, I, I find, I, I'm a, I find it upsetting really. Cause I don't want the white Sox to go anywhere. Like there's some people saying like, Oh, screw them. Let them right. go play in Nashville. No, man, I don't want to lose the white Sox. Well, that's, a, that, that's the other part of it. Like part of what makes Chicago, Chicago is that we do have two baseball teams, one right. on the North side, one on the South side. So you do want them to stay. Obviously there's a lot of people who are really into the white Sox. Like my, my dad is a huge white Sox fan and you know, I grew up one as well. Now, over the last few years, seeing the way Jerry Reinsdorf has treated the fans and, and how poorly he's treated the fans, it's switched. And well, if it was another owner, like maybe you get talked into the whole the whole sweet talk thing. Okay, maybe that I, does tie tie together the South Loop. I, it, 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 but, I don't I don't think so though. Like if the if the Bears sat there said one billion one point two billion dollars in funding, it's hell no. Absolutely, right. absolutely not. Right? No, I. You know, but but don't you think there's a small part of it that Jerry Reinsdorf is doing the asking that makes you even more dug in against it? Yeah, no, there is there is the extra Reinsdorf cringe factor for sure. Um, but and the other side of it is like, look, and I get it that the Cubs did not want right. to move from Wrigley Field, but the Cubs got nothing. They had to spend their own money. And Reinsdorf has spent his own money before with the United Center. So right. it's something that he's been able to do. And I, I don't think anyone's saying, oh, the United Center is keeping the Bulls or the Blackhawks from, from being competitive. Right. And you built your own thing. You know, that, that that campus keeps growing bigger and bigger as, as time goes by. If you want to give back to Chicago and the place that you won a World Series and six NBA championships and have raised your family, the whole thing, do Chicago right. Do mm-hmm. do your fans right. And you could also apologize for how disappointing this latest rebuild turned out. Because there was a lot of optimism. I, I it's not that long so ago that crazy. I crazy. Yeah, that you know so crazy. I mean, I can I certainly am not you know too old that I can remember Rick Hahn saying, like, I'm not talking about one championship, I'm talking about multiple championships. Which was a ridiculous comment. What was the quote? We'll see you at the parade. <laughs> yeah. Let me know when we're at the parade. That's when I'll celebrate this. And I was like, okay, how about just you win one? You don't, you don't need to talk <laughs> about multiples. It's hard to win in baseball. You winning another World yeah. Series would be an incredible accomplishment. And whatever. Forget about the words. The thing went way south real fast, and it's painful. You can't. And the other part of it, too, is like Comiskey Park right now, Sox Park. There's nothing wrong with that. And saying you can't compete in that, especially when you're in a division with Cleveland, Kansas City, Minnesota, Detroit. Yeah. I mean, come on. Wow. Shots fired. Well, I mean, I just just from a, sim- right. a simple so macroeconomic right. standpoint, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. 
I mean, what Cleveland has done to, and Cleveland has not been a franchise that's been replete with resources. I mean, it, you know, obviously in the nineties, they were filling up that place, but Jacobs field hasn't, I guess Jacobs field hasn't been called that in 30 years or whatever. Always but. the Jake. It's progressive. They right. just added new seats. They changed the color of the seats yeah. and added new stadium seats. So you can just renovate without <laughs> right. tearing the whole thing down. Yeah. So to me, it's just kind of just frustrating because uh, they, they've also look, they put a lot of money into making guaranteed rate field as it's called. Now they put a lot of money into making it better. They, they moved, they, they closed the gap in the outfield. They lopped off a part of the upper deck. They painted the seats green, all these things. If you're posting between 85 to 95 wins a year. That place is more than fine. And even now, even now with the less than stellar product, let's say it as nice as possible, they're, yeah. they're still getting 20,000 plus out there. You're, you're feeding them absolutely nothing. You're feeding them 60 wins and bad PR, and there's still people going out there, uh, you know, filling it up I halfway. I think he's in for a rude awakening this year, though. I think it oh, really it's, is. It's going to be ugly this year. You are, I With mean, the PR? What do you just mean? Just with the attendance total. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be down. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're gonna have a rough go of it. But... I saw a White Sox hat there, the new ballpark hat. I thought, man, that's a great hat. I love to have it. And there was a time where a cool hat comes on my Instagram feed, and it's like, buy it right away, Apple you Pay, let's go. Up. You swiped up. I'm like, I don't want to do it this year. Mm-hmm. I just so. uh, listen. Uh, for, and for the record, zero point zero chance of making the playoffs, like, according to Fangraphs. Okay, well, is that bad? <laughs> I don't think there's anything lower. They didn't even give a point one zero point one. I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, nope. Zero, not not even a tick for having uh, twenty five heartbeats. Okay. So that's not that Fangraphs got to step up their game. They at least get point one. There is baseball is crazy. I mean, they Carl, were the team they sucks. Were, they they seems fucking terrible. They they still have it to play. They the game. they signed a bunch of ex Royals. That's what they've done in the off season. You tell they're going to trade their only good pitcher. Are you really arguing that there's not one tenth of one percent chance? There is <laughs> there's nope. one tenth of one percent chance. No way. Okay, there's not. It one. is the AL Central. Are you going to bet it? What what are, what's the uh, no? You have to you'd have to put up like a hundred dollars to make a buck. If you're that certain, then hey, you get a dollar. <laughs> uh, no thanks. Probably not. Not worth the risk. But yeah. yeah. Um, real quick, another big Chicago thing. Justin Fields on the uh, the St. Brown Brothers podcast. Ugh. Casey, did you believe him on no. the Instagram? No. I liked, uh, I think it was Mike Greenberg's take on it. What this do you morning. say? He goes, it's absolutely him starting to find closure, starting to say goodbye. He said he had trouble in past years processing things and he's mm. processing this. This is, these are Greenberg's words, not mine. Um, but I agree with him. I don't think that that was just to take some time off. There's a mute button for that. You could, you could silence certain accounts, their stories, whatever, to take a break. Yeah. And I love how he compared it to like being with a girl. He was like, oh, you can still mess with a girl and not follow her. Because there's something going on that you're trying to hide, right. in my opinion. So where there's smoke, there's fire. I don't think he was honest about that. I do think that he's trying to slide away. Just move on. Yeah. I mean, do, what do you guys think? I think he's angry is what I think. Yeah, he's, You wouldn't do it. You wouldn't go out of your way to do that unless there was a reason. I mean, all the, Being in limbo is weird. I, I mean. Right. And everyone out there, should they draft Caleb? Will they keep Justin? I'd be exhausted too. 
I but I but I fully believe that he wants to be back here. He wants to be chosen by the Bears, and that if ultimately the Bears shock the world and they do that, he will come back with a chip on his shoulder and and put his best foot yeah. forward and and you know hopefully they'll win a lot of football games. Maybe it's a whole big like stunt. Like, what if it's a whole stunt? Mm, I don't think so. What if, like, the Bears well, like, are in on it? Yeah, like, he, and, and like, Poles cooked this up? Yeah, they cooked uh, the, He was letting Poles now, cook. See, now And I'm in, they just yeah. planned this whole thing. They were in cahoots. So they can get a bigger haul. Yes! What if? Because you know how they had those tweets a couple weeks ago about, mm-hmm. like, our quarterback, JF1, and it was just highlights of him? Like, what is the meaning of all of it? And then Kevin like Warren calculated. comes out and does his whole thing, and it's they're just sending all sorts of signals. Just It could be really calculated. It couldn't. What if? I mean, they're, they're, <laughs> but what if? I like how she just quickly did, unless it just pivoted right away. Not you. What if? <laughs> hey, what if? I'll, you just yeah. made me lose. The one thing that I took away from it is like, I'm going to miss Justin Fields when he's gone. I mean, such a likable guy. And I've said this before on this podcast. Like, it, it, I hate that, like, if the Bears do get to the top, it's probably not going to be with Justin Fields because it would have been really fun to do with him. So. Um, and kind of just listening to a talk, talk for an hour just seems like a likely I mean, for being an NFL quarterback. And we know how pro athletes can kind of be in the year 2024, very detached and not that relatable. And for mm-hmm. being as big of a star and being as great of an athlete as Justin Fields, he still seems like a regular guy. He there was a lot of stuff in that podcast. I mean, I took a, extensive notes that we didn't talk about on CH Bear, so I might as well dump it out yeah, here. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, um, Let's, well, first, carm notes. He's, Four hours of carm notes. He, he, well, he said that Calais Campbell is terrible at trash talking and that he doesn't trash talk, that he never initiates it. But there's some guy in the Lions, I think Maven42. I have to. Look, I, I meant to look that up, and I didn't. Um, and this guy was talking trash to him, and, he's, and Justin looks at him like, I, I don't know who you are, you got, but you do have a C on your jersey, so maybe you're great on special teams. Like, just straight took a shot at special teamers, which I thought was fairly entertaining. Um and then, you know, he's inspired by Cam. That's why he wears number one. I, I should have known that, but didn't. That he's keeping in touch with Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. And the, basically what they've told him is, like, just don't listen to the outside noise. And, by the way, also advocate for yourself with the offensive coordinator and tell him what you like and what you don't like, mm-hmm. which I thought was, you know, decent advice right there. Um, that he's that not, must have been from Russell. Yeah, right? Well, it could have been – I. Aaron's got some of that too, right? And then he's like, he talked about Atlanta and he's like, well, they need another receiver. Uh, and that also he's not wild about it because people are going to be blowing up his phone for tickets, but that, you know, hey, they've got some stuff down there. Um, and then he never took a visit to Ohio State. He just was like, this sucks here at Georgia. I'm not playing. I, I, I should have bailed at the start when I when they won a national championship and I knew that I wasn't going to play so I should I, who did he lose to Jake Fromm is that who he lost his job to? yes yeah well the Jake dude Fromm, won the, straight farm I yeah. mean that's it's not a slight on Justin though the guy won the national championship you're not going to bench that guy I, I knew this kid yeah. in co- I knew this kid in college at, at Wisconsin he was I, from uh he's from Kenosha he originally signed up to go to Baylor sight unseen him and his up. him and his dad got packed up the car drove all the way down to Baylor Got out of the car. His dad looked around. And he said, "No way am I sending my kid here." They got back in the car, drove back up, and he, en- he enrolled in Madison. Uh, I guess. I guess uh, Joanna and Chip didn't meet him at the. Uh, I guess drop not. off. Yeah, uh, that's 
There you go. Hey, if he doesn't feel right, doesn't feel right. Archie Griffin, did you, did you? He talked about the greatest players in Ohio State history, and he didn't mention Archie Griffin, who won multiple Heisman trophies. And I'm the on only Rock. player. Ever. It was like yeah. the mid seventies, right? gonna know exactly, which is what he said. He's like, I'm not a football historian, bro. I don't yeah. remember Archie Griffin. I don't care who that is. Like he just straight don't don't talk to me about Christopher Columbus. Don't talk to me about the Declaration of Independence. Don't talk to me like this guy's not a history major. Did he mention Eddie George? He, he TSU did, head he, coach Eddie George. He did mention Eddie George, but only because it was met. He just did acknowledged. You know Casey's him. interviewed him. Yeah, uh, Casey talks to everybody. Plug. <laughs> Does anybody know? Is, is do we have any millennials around here? The shit's od. Is what do you know what that means? I don't overdrive. I don't actually overdose. Know. I don't know. What are we talking about? Are you sure that's millennial speak? It might not be millennial speak. You called him a millennial yesterday. He's not a millennial. He's, he's twenty four years old. So what? So he's Gen, Gen Z. Call an Emma. Okay. Do you, does anybody speak? Millennials Gen Z? are old now. Uh, right. That's depressing. Emma's not as old as Gen you. Z. What's that? Emma. We have to call an Emma. Get in. Get call Emma. Call in some in reinforcements. That shit's OD. I don't really Emma, care that much. What does OD mean? And then they they asked him about uh, quarterback running. He said the best runner was Lamar. And then they pushed him on saying, "Aren't haven't you passed me?" He's like, "Well, he's better at juking." But, you know, I can run people over. But he was very much underlining that he does not want to take hits. That was his whole thing this year. Um, and then there was some some talk from in that receiver room that EQ calls Valus a dumbass and that Valus always thinks he's right. And so does EQ. And that Tyler is apparently the worst guy in there that always thinks that he's right. And Tyler Scott, this big LeBron guy. I, I could have listened to these guys for hours. Be a quick segment, you don't have to listen to the podcast. You can just listen here. Yeah, I've for the done, I just want to get Casey's take. I've done Tom enough Karm shows to know that it's going to be like 73 minutes of him talking about all his notes. I have. To, I don't know my take. I have two takes. I have take, one take is that it's all a ruse. <laughs> yeah, yeah I like that. Take. It's a joke and it's it's a PR stunt or he's just really trying to exit and just save face right now. He was in a good mood for somebody who was bummed. He had good energy. I understand. He's going on vacation. He's going Why to Europe. Guy's going to Amsterdam. He's going over to... Uh, yeah, where is he going? Amsterdam and Milan. Oh, man, I'm jealous. At the, end of, at the end of Greeny's rant, he said, let him go as soon as possible, Chicago Bears, and yeah. let him be successful in Atlanta or Pittsburgh, wherever. The, 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 the one hole in the whole thing that Fields did yesterday was he's talking about his trip, and he said, Europe's a different vibe. But then he said he's never been there. So how do you know what the vibe is, Justin? <laughs> if you if you that you know it's different if you haven't been there. He, fields. he did European history, not football history. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Justin. We wish you the best wherever you end up, here or there. I stand with Fields. I did not want him booed, and that's why we didn't stand with Fields because <laughs> he doesn't deserve it because he's a first class guy. Booing him would have been ridiculous, and we didn't. So the cool thing about CHGO is that we get sponsors in here that we actually use and love. We had Slurno's Pizza. Mm-hmm. We've been ordering Slurno's Pizza here for two straight years before they came on. Like, Slurno's is my favorite pizza. One thing I also use all the time, before they became a sponsor, and now I'm really happy that they also became a sponsor, CD One Price Cleaners. That's my every week. Uh, well, it was my back when I had to wear things that weren't CHGO sweatshirts. Yeah, you you haven't gone in like three, four years I mean, now. I go there and bring in like the stuff I wear for Christmas and sure. Easter or whatever, but... Uh, CD One Price Cleaners, uh, all over Chicagoland. You've probably seen them before. And right now, you can save over 30% on your dry cleaning bill by switching to a CD One Price Cleaners. Uh, They always offer a simple, transparent service. Other cleaners charge a different price for every garment type. And they might have upcharges, and you pay a different price every time you visit. 
at CD1 Price Cleaners, they charge one low price for any garment. Yes, even sports jerseys, the same one low price. I always like when I go in there and, you know, they've got to get it off of the carousel. And you the watch that stuff the best thing and, in the world. And you'll see somebody with like a dry clean, like Jonathan Taze jersey. And you're like, that guy knows how to party. Uh, CD1 Price Cleaners has your order ready the same or next day. Other cleaners take two to four days to have your clean garments ready. CD1 Price Cleaners also sends you a text when your order is ready for pickup, which is nice. They offer a wide variety of services from dry cleaning. You can bring a bag of laundry in there and they'll just wash and fold it for you. They'll do your blankets, comforters, sleeping bags, tailoring and alterations, leather cleaning, and you can even bring an area rug and and they'll get that done for you. Uh, Visit chgo.cd1one.com. Uh, link is in the description right now. And once there, you can pick from an in-store coupon or online pickup and delivery coupon options. So check that out. CD1 price. And hey, if you're enjoying the show today and you, well, first off, this is what we need you to do. We need you to hit the like button. Then we need you to hit the subscribe button. And then if you want to go the full distance, become a diehard. Well, you will get the premium written content. You get 20% off all our events. You get a free t-shirt and you get discount on merchandise. You get access to our Discord where you can hang out in any of the chats. Bears, Cubs, Bulls, White Sox, Hawks, the whole thing. Uh, Hanging out with like. Uh, you know, diehard sports fans just like you in our diehard Discord, which is a, as Greg Rags likes to say, better than the mean streets of Twitter. So, and we also are doing some overtimes on there as well. Braggs. What has yeah. become of your life? I don't think he'd t- quote Braggs. It, believe me, it's terrible. But <laughs> but this is this is what's happened, and and now I'm quoting Greg Gregory P. Allen Braggs. Uh, it's also a great way to support us. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Allchgo.com. Become a diehard. Get all the access. Support the product. We appreciate it. All right, final segment. We talked about Chris Chelios. That number seven is going up to the rafters on Sunday. Wanted to run down some other potential retired numbers in Chicago. Wanted uh, wanted to know, get you, get your takes on some of these. And I think we've actually done this on the show before, but I, we'll spruce, uh, spruce up the segment. Okay. Up no one knows that. You don't have, okay. have to say that. <laughs> we've never done this before. This is the first time anyone's ever had this thought, and we're doing it for you right now. You love the CHGO Sports Podcast. All right. Number eight for the Cubs, Andre the Hawk Dawson. How the hell is it not already retired? Yeah, I thought it was. It should be, right? Confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's not even on the flagpole? No, it's no. not. He's in the Hall of Fame. There, there's a Hawk flag. Uh, is is flies like above the it's a bird? We're Sammy's. Thing. <laughs> yes. yes, above the bird. It's just a flag that says hawk. Because oh. listen, for those of us who were <laughs> going to Cubs games when Andre was in uniform, there the only other player that generated more excitement in that ballpark was Sammy. I mean, I can't speak to '69 and Billy and Ronnie and Ernie and all that, but I can speak to '84 and I can speak to '89 and I can yeah. speak to when the Hawk came around. And the Hawk, they used to bow to him in right field. He was, he, you know, 49 homers, 137 RBIs. Dude won the MVP on a last place club. He was just that exciting. Uh, Andre Dawson's number should be retired at Wrigley Field, 100. percent Yeah, and I, just a great person. We talked to him at um, the winter meetings. That we too, did. first class all day. And when I worked for the Cubs for a season during the during the year, he just hangs out, like sits in the yeah. lobby. No one bothers him. He's just like a good dude. Right. Yeah. So he wants the uh, his hat to be on the plaque to be changed from the Expos. The Expos actually did retire his number. I, a lot of that 
I mean, I guess, I guess it's still retired, but the Expos aren't a, a franchise anymore. Well, right. He, he didn't raise a stink at the time, mm-hmm. but now he looks back on it and he wishes that he did. And then his most fun years, most where he became as popular as he became was in Chicago, and he loved being here. So, I mean, I would think that Major League Baseball would allow the player what's in his heart to determine and not be some power well, you played more time in Montreal and we want the Expos represented in the hall and we're not right. going to do that. Just to hook up the player, man. The, the player did a lot for you. Honor what he honor what he did. That's good, Don. Uh, number 21 for the Cubs, Sammy Sosa. This one will take a while. But should it be? I think so. Do you? No, I think Sammy's number should be flying from there right now. He was Sammy freaking Sosa. So then, yes. So, yes. <laughs> yes, but I don't think it should take a while. I think it should be done. I just, I'm just i saying it will take a while. I don't want it to. Yeah. I, just, I think that's... It's, it's at at least has, it has to, like, step foot inside Wrigley yeah. Field. He's coming back soon. I think there's a, we have a T-shirt no, about that. He's coming back to Chicago. We do have the Bring Sammy... Uh, what is he's it? going to be at a sports expo. Yeah. Bring Sammy home. Bring, Bring him Sammy home. home. Sammy. 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 I mean, there's been so many people who have worn 21 since he left. It's almost like the Cubs delight in giving it out. Like, here you go, Jason Marquis. We're 21. Nice. Jason Marquis. Quality fifth starter. Maybe fourth. I don't know. I don't know if he deserved the 21, but he didn't. Um, Bears. So the Bears are an interesting case because they have retired so many numbers. You have to have a certain amount of numbers just available to, you know, for an NFL team because there's so many players. And they've actually said after Mike Ditka, no more. But like, do Brian Urlacher and Devin Hester both of are now who are in the Hall of Fame? Do they uh, deserve to have their numbers? Yes, retired? And yes. I mean, Dan Hampton. I guess, I guess the the case for that is like Dan Hampton's number isn't retired. Uh, Steve McMichael's won't be. Uh, Jimbo Coverts isn't. Transition all those numbers into the new Ring of Honor when you open up your brand new stadium. Let's make them all back available. Let people wear. Most of the numbers. And have a better Ring of Honor ceremony than yeah. the Bulls did. I was going to say, yeah, please <laughs> don't hire Jimmy Michael Jordan will be at that one. Yeah. Yikes. Michael Jordan will be there. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting because it's like, okay, George Hallis' number seven is retired. I don't really know that George Hallis wore number seven. So, you know, there, there's yeah, like I all these I, old yeah. guys. I think of him as wearing a fedora or something. He's, right? Right. He's in a trench yeah. coat. That's what he yeah, wore on the field. So I do think like they, 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 they do the need to yeah. unretire some of these numbers of guys who have played. I mean, House is probably a bad example because he is the, the founder or whatever, but. He's got a statue. That's all he needs. Right. And it'd be, be pretty cool to have a number seven Bears jersey, I guess. Bob Avellini. Didn't Avellini wear seven back in the day? Did he? I'm 99% certain that's right. Okay. That's before my time, Carm. Really? Yes. I just aged myself. That's painful. <laughs> I won't sing you the Bob Avellini song. So, uh, sing it. so to me, like, okay, Brian Urlacher, like maybe. I feel like Urlacher, oh, I'm going to hate saying this, more than Hester, right? I mean, people like have worn you, 20. If, Kyle Fuller was 23, and then someone else has been 23 since Hester, right? No one's worn 54 for since Urlacher. So, like, if you're not even going to go there. for one, who is it? Urlacher, right. I think. Right. For the record, I am correct on Avellini wearing seven. I Erlacher was a better football nice. player than Devin Hester. Let's not get let's not get this confused. With the bear situation with numbers, though, I would not retire anymore because they just it's literally uh 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 you know. Gary says Bears took Erlacher number out of circulation, so that means retired. Fly the damn banner. 
Honestly, the Bears should retire Gary Ross. I think they should. They, there should be a GR. A GR. It's next to GH. No, it's just will do it first. It's just one yeah. of his comments. Yeah. We're gonna, I, we should have a GR. Uh, we should have GR shirts. Okay. I stand with GR. I get my info from GR. So here's one that, that really yeah. bothers me. I follow Gary Ross. Yeah. I, he, I want to be Gary. Here's one that really bothers me in Chicago. Number has not been retired. Ozzie Guillen's number 13. Agreed. Like, how is that not retired? Frank Thomas, 35. Paul Canerco, 14. Uh, Mark Burley, 56. Fourth guy, Ozzie Guillen, the manager, first Latino to win the World Series, 1985, Rookie of the Year. And still very involved in Chicago White Sox and just sports here in general. Absolutely. The ultimate Southsider. Like, how is Ozzie Guillen's number not retired? Well, and this is not the reason to do it, but look, the White Sox are struggling with publicity right now. If there's one thing they could do this season where they're probably not going to win many games, you could announce that you're retiring Ozzie's number sometime soon and have the ceremony in August and have that and have Ozzie Guillen Day and let your beloved manager stand out there and get the cheers that he so much deserves. Because I really don't think they would have won the World Series without him. He took on a lot absolutely of, he took on a ton of heat and he had that that's that that ozzy swag ozzy 13 should be retired all so day. if this seed is not planted i will put it out there this is free advice for white Sox pr win this battle next year is the 20th anniversary of the 2005 team when you have that Sox fest lead it off with number 13 is being retired a really that's good idea that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That's 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 why you're the head of content right there. Somebody seriously hire this man for your sales man. and PR needs. I mean, uh, this began, this was actually kind of in the news a, a couple of years ago, and Azikian said, "Look, if you're going to do this, do it while I'm alive." So I don't think we're in danger of, of losing Ozzy anytime soon. But you know, tomorrow's not promised to anyone. Azikian deserves that. Uh, Jerry Reinsdorf and crew over there need to get that done. I agree. I agree. Um, Bulls. Derek Rose, number yeah, one. Well, one and thirteen are your numbers for me. I, I, one hundred percent. Joakim yeah. Noah, gotta get that number in the rafters. I, okay, I love Joakim. Hard and soul, man. He's the he's the epitome of what the Bulls are. He plays for the guy in the last row in the balcony. I mean, uh, I, to me, what? that those are hands down no no brainers. They both should be retired. What are the qualifications for getting your number retired? Is it just a decision? Yeah, I, I think I think the Blackhawks actually have some have some um, qualifications mm-hmm. laid out, but I mean it's I mean anyone can get retired. Like, I mean Keith Magnuson wasn't like the greatest player of all time, mm-hmm. but he was like the heart and soul. Uh, then he you know died in a car accident like twenty years ago, and he wore number three, which was also Pierre Pierre, Pierre Palat's Palat. number. I mean, so the the Blackhawks one that people complain about is Larmer, right? Yeah, and, Laz just put on an article today about it. Yeah, how he should be next. Connor yeah. Bedard should be next. Well, we'll have it. Someday. Hopefully, hopefully not. Hopefully, we get <laughs> him playing on the ice for another fifteen. Just put years. him up there anyway. Back to the Bulls real quick. Fifty-four and ninety-one. Horace Grant and Dennis Rodman. I would retire fifty-four. I Dennis. Dennis to me. It's the same argument that uh, with Andre. Dennis is a piston. 
Dennis came up with Detroit. Dennis was a huge part of the bad boys. Dennis threw Scottie Pippen in the basket support. Dennis loved Chuck Daly and Isaiah and all of it. Dennis was a hired gun here. Great hired gun. Did a lot of great things. Not trying to take anything away from Horace was a bull. Horace is still around. Horace is with Luke Longley and Scottie Pippen right now in some weird no bull thing where they're making money off the last dance. Congratulations to those guys. Finally figuring out they didn't need Michael to make them money. Let go and make your own money off of it. And they're doing it now. Good for you. Scotty had only done that rather than put out this insane book, which by the way, here's got is actually a pretty good book, but, um, I'm a 54 guy over 91 all day. Okay. I would, I would do both. And I don't think you're getting another 91. So like, why not put it up there? I mean, yeah, just do it. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, you want to honor, you want to honor Dennis. Go ahead. He, I'm interested to see if the white Sox ever do Jose Abreu. Like no one's ever going to wear 79 again. And Jose Abreu was really the only reason to watch the white Sox. Other than, I guess, Chris Sale in, in, in the 2010s. You shouldn't do it, though, just because the number is not going to be used. But I, I'll right, say yeah. if, yeah, the, I agree, it was Jose yeah. Abreu. I mean, <laughs> no, but I, I, Jose, Jose is a, a fine candidate to be retired. He, but that's the guy that came in with the White Sox, never wanted to leave the White Sox, and was a great White Sox. Dennis is different. But the best thing I could say about Dennis, in the fourth championship in those finals, Mike did not play to Jordan levels. Mm-hmm. Dennis, you could have made an argument that Dennis was the MVP of those finals. He really, he was phenomenal. Now, I don't think you can make that argument, but sure. He was, he was, <laughs> he was, he was awful, awful damn good. Now that being said, uh, he, he gets way too much credit for what he did in championship five and championship six, when he was basically, you know, a, a non-existent player and he's going off to Vegas and he's getting drunk and he's injured and missing and whatnot. Although he, he did, as underlined in the last dance when Scotty was out of the first half of the season, that was his next best contribution after 96. Okay. I feel better. So the Blackhawks final, you know, we're, we're, you're going to see number two. You're going to see another number seven with Seabrook. You're going to see number 19. You're going to see 88. Do you think we'll ever see 50 with Corey Crawford? I'll give it to Lawrence. Um, I mean, I, I think he deserves it. I, you know, I don't know. I guess with this new Blackhawks, the, all the things they could do where it, it doesn't have to just be one guy with the number. Like they already said that Seabrook will have his time, even mm-hmm. though Chelios is going up this Sunday. Yes, they should definitely retire Crow. He was amazing. I think I don't so know too. how many times in those years, how many times I texted my friends, Crow MG. Like I would right. send that. All the time throughout, and no, the no other, no other, no other goaltender in franchise history has two Stanley Cups. I mean, he was awesome. I think what makes it a little difficult is like they're probably not going to retire Eddie Belfour's number. I don't care. Eddie didn't win a damn cup. Yeah, that's not you know no disrespect to Eddie, but like, but Eddie Belfour was a better was a better goaltender. Yeah, and he had whiskey in his uh, water cup, which I liked. <laughs> is that true? No. Both. I always like to think that he had, he had the old green Gatorade yeah. thing they would put on the on the goal. And I don't think you could like, prove that it wasn't. Yeah, maybe so. vodka. If we were talking about Pat Foley, Hall of Fame goalies, the way he would say it between Bannerman, Bannerman, Belfour, 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 they're both ahead of Crow, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Bannerman was the top of the food chain. Probably also Hackett is probably. I mean, oh, he did hit a good Hackett. How about Tebow? Yeah, yeah. the yeah. Bannerman. That, that's Crawford ahead of Huey. Ugh. Oh, Crystal Huey. Crystal Ball. Did I say it wrong? Casey, we're, we're naming some Blackhawks goalies. You love. Just let me be here. <laughs> ah, I see where you're going with that. Okay. 
All right. <laughs> I'm impressed that I pulled off that I remember Cristobal Huey there. The Huey too. 38, if I'm not mistaken. I like JP's comment here. He said, would have been nice if Chris Sale stayed with the Chicago White Sox and remained healthy, but his jersey would need to include some scissor cuts <laughs> on it. Absolutely. That guy. It was great until... Cut from a different cloth. Uh, good job. one. All right, with that, we're going to wrap this episode of the Chicago Sports Podcast coming at you every Thursday. See you guys next time. Bye. Is that it? That's your sign-off? I just have to go? Okay. Do I have to say anything else? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I guess I just wasn't ready for it. Bye, Gary. Bye, everyone in the chat. We... <laughs> we all silly like the mayor. 